On this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast, we're going to predict what's going to happen in season eight. Kevin Tran continues to jock Kevin McAllister's style. And the boys are just sent on a mission to save all those goats in Wisconsin. Let's do this. week's episode of devil's trap podcast i'm diana and i'm liz and we are back after a short break to talk about season eight episode one we need to talk about kevin tran so we're trying like <laughs> to make sure that when diana uses the word kevin that she follows it with tran so we don't get a big lumbering dog running through being like i'm kevin yeah, because Kevin is very so, sweet yeah. and he likes to hear his name. So Kevin Tran. Kevin Tran. So I think that is, you know, one of the things that was happening with you last week was Kevin Tran had an unfortunate <laughs> adventure. Not Kevin Tran. Kevin Tran. Kevin the dog, not Kevin Tran. Kevin, yeah. Yeah, he, we had a little, we had to make a little, I'd say emergency run to the vet. It wasn't, it was emergency, but not like, not like overnight hospital visit, but yeah. So Kevin, Kevin had a little urinary tract infection, but he's ginormous, so it was very expensive for his antibiotics because it has to take multiple at a time for me one dose. I wonder if it's just like the same, like the horse, like a horse gets the same amount of antibiotics as your dog. They're just like, yeah. I will say he's actually lost a little bit of weight in the last year, and I think it's because he's been more active since he got a new little friend. Yeah, so he's trying to, you know, show off for his new friend. They play more, but yeah. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that and that, and then we've just been, almost got Duchess back on the road, and otherwise it's been pretty uh, quiet in our little world. Oh, so you know, that post-holiday thing where you were running yeah. around and and now you get to be quiet. And it's also getting cold. So it is. It is. Um yeah, we're just uh this looking forward to um I'm gonna give a little tiny plug as this up uh this weekend if you happen to listen to this and are in the Dallas area on Saturday the thirteenth at Trees in Deep Ellum. There is a uh a show called Viva Kenny and it is a fundraiser for a friend of ours who is a Dallas firefighter who was um, hit by a drunk driver while on his motorcycle and they are trying to raise money to cover his expenses. He is getting out of the hospital after it being very iffy for a minute and there's going to be bands and it will be fun. Yeah, go support that. And if you're not that, if you are a listener from Zimbabwe, hi, that's awesome. You're in Zimbabwe. What the fuck yes. are you doing listening to us? But I mean, you can well, go to trees if you want to and look at it. Yeah. Go donate. <clears throat> Man, so what was you got going on, Liz? I've been watching a lot of 80s movies. So particularly this weekend was I watched Big Business. And that has helped Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin are fucking national treasures. And I'm sure they say terrible. I don't know. Like, I was like, I don't know what their politics are. I don't care. Like, they're just old. Like, all of their, like, 
act performance in this was just great. And Bette Midler looks so good. And she was just like that little pink and black polka, you know, polka dot dress is just iconic. And then I watched a whole bunch of Steve Martin movies, but like cheaper by the dozen and father of oh. the bride, the father of bride was going to be kind of emotional, but now I think I want to go back and watch the, like the, the Elizabeth, it was Elizabeth Taylor who did the, the older version of it. The original one. and the, oh, uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. It was either her or Catherine I, Turner yeah. or maybe, I don't know, someone's like screaming at the radio right now. But I'm going to go watch those. But Deceive Martin is just such a like comedic genius. And Martin oh, Short sure. as Frank was just, it was just so good. And and B.D. Wong was in it. And I forgot B.D. Wong was in it. And he's also a treasure. So it was, yeah, mm-hmm. they... Sometimes that is a level of comedy you need. Like, I just need something that's kind of slaps physical comedy that is also humorous and somewhat endearing. So. I watched part of I watched The Jerk a few weeks ago. Nice. Something I'm talking about. Just a little different, but in that vein, it's just, oh, this is ridiculous and entertaining. Uh, so, but yeah. All right. So we're in season eight. Oh, and we are going to be in Shirts, Texas, it sounds like, uh, on the at the end of this month for Paracon. Lone Star Paracon, I think is the name of yes. that one. Yeah. But an, Lone Star Paracon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And apparently the investigation the night before, which I never saw advertised, is already sold out and I was really upset because I wanted to take Diana on an investigation. But I mean this house is haunted, she's gonna stay here, so we'll just investigate here. So Anyway, so yeah, well, hopefully we'll see you there. Uh, that should be fun. Uh, there's gonna be a bunch of like a bunch of spooky people will be out there. Yeah. So season eight, episode one, we need to talk about Kevin. So this was the past two seasons. You know, was Sarah Gamble was the showrunner, and so she is no longer the showrunner and is being taken over by Jeremy Carver, who also wrote this episode. But it was directed by Robert Singer, right? And this first aired in October of 2012. And it was on the CW. So we're going to go and travel back in time. The only way, because I know time travel is stupid, but this is the only way I'm, we're allowed to do it. So we're going to go back to the CW in 2012. For their, we're going to watch their promos. Okay, we're not going to watch them. We're going to listen to their promos. Or more specifically, Diana is going to listen to a promo from the CW lineup of 2012. And then she's going to have to tell us what television show it was. Oh, shit. I'm very excited for this game. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. I have no idea what I'm calling this. We'll come up with something classy. But all right, this is the class of 2012 from the CW. I think also, you know, it's interesting looking at this lineup, like which way like it was turning. This was when they were going away from like the more of the teen shows and starting to bring in more of the supernatural type stuff, right? And kind of targeting the nerd audience more. We still haven't seen like what the lineup was gonna like the ones like the assholes that cancel canceled the Winchester so they can go in a different direction. Like I don't even see what they're doing now. So anyways, mm-hmm. so 2012. This one aired on Monday night. So I don't know if you can remember what you're doing Monday nights at. It says 8 to 9 p.m., but I bet that was Eastern. 
So probably your seven o'clock Monday show. I'm not going to ask you how old you were in 2012. All right. So our first thing is what were you doing Monday night at eight to 9 PM Eastern seven standard. So go ahead and play cliff one and listen to the handy dandy promo from CW and tell us what show it was. Naomi Clark, you promised me a wedding. Destiny, here we come! Destiny, here we come! It's always a good time! Wow! Where's my baby? Could be alive like a, like a favorite uncle. Oh my god, Kylie Rae Jepsen! I'm a tough act, well. Oh my god. Oh! Oh! On second thought, maybe we shouldn't drink and drive. Uh, I have no idea. The OC or something? I think we're. I think the OC was was much earlier. No, no, <laughs> that and that was nine hundred two one zero. The reboot. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, and that was actually season five. Of, that show had five seasons. Isn't that insane? Yeah, wow. and, and yeah, it's just I don't. But you know, huh. they they had a diet with the what the hell was the, the uh, anyways, yeah. So it was it was a banger. It was a banger of a promo. All right, sure. all right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So our second one, this was your Tuesday night show. So it was okay. Tuesday nights, eight to nine Eastern, seven central. So go ahead and hit that play button. You're hooked. I am not hooked. Place your bets. I'll bet you fifty dollars we have sex in the next forty-eight hours. To make it a hundred. Raise the stakes. I have gone beer without sex. That may be part of the problem. And know when to call a bluff. Okay, sooner than I expect. That was a lot about sex. So much for CW in twenty twelve. I have no idea. I was not watching a lot of CW in twenty twelve, apparently. So you give up? Yeah. Yeah. So this was Heart of Dixie, which I have oh, suggested to Diana as as a, a fluff show. It's a show about, you know, where Rachel Bielsen plays Dr. Zoe Hart and she moves to the town of Bluebell, Alabama, where apparently, you know, the South never has any racism. And, or, you know, it's all like people have alligators. Like It's actually a hoot. It's a really sweet show and there's a lot of hot dudes on it, but... Anyways, and yeah, so it's and really like a lot of a lot of CW actors in it. Uh, so it's got you know uh, Will like I don't know hot dudes. So <laughs> noted, noted. Like, keep that in, I'll keep that in my back pocket for when I run out of my garbage TV. Yeah, no, no, I, I think you would enjoy it. All right, all right, moving along to Wednesday night. At, let's say it's this, this is the eight to nine p.m. slot. Okay. Ooh, so a little later. Wednesday night. Getting a little raunchier. No, they're already raunchier. All right. For five years, I've had only one thought. Survive. Oliver Queen is alive. I am returning. Not the boy who was shipwrecked, but the man who will bring justice to those who have poisoned my city. Those who rule through intimidation and fear. Every last one of them will wish I had died on that island. He was wearing a hood, a green hood. He had a bow and arrow. We'll put out an APB on Robin Hood. 
your father survive that accident? Did he tell you anything? He told me I'm gonna kill you. All units converge! It looks like Starless City has a guardian angel. Tell me you saw that. There's a lot of action noises. I'm going to guess Arrow. You are correct. Yay. Yes, this was actually the year the Arrow premiered. So this was like, and this is why I said you can kind of see them going in a new direction. I did enjoy while I was looking at the promo, I forgot how much he took his shirt off, especially in season one. And it's just like, Look at Oliver doing pull-ups with his shirt off. Look at Oliver doing sit-ups with his shirt off. I'm like, I know what audience you're going for, CW. And definitely, I think, and definitely that that will prove true with the same time slot on Thursday. So your Thursday night, I think you'll get this one. So this is your Thursday night at 8 p.m. Go All right, ahead. here we go. Where is she? I helped her. You what? Am I dead? No. She's still in transition. Not fully dead, not fully alive. We have all day before she has to feed. That's a day to exhaust every possible way out of this. There is no way out of it. You feed or you die. Fangs coming in. Maybe I can go to the other side and bring her back. What kind of power is going to let you kill yourself and bring someone back with you from the dead? No matter what happens, I'm here for you. (laughs) We're making our move. You have no idea what you're up against. Buddy! Seven. I'm dying. Yes! Vampire Diary. You are correct. Woohoo! I really also like the promo though, like that Matrix, like Sonic Boom, where it's like, yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah, it's so 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 over dramatic for for Elena coming back, but God, I just like I think I'm just gonna watch it again. (laughs) I can I can watch that show over and over again. I don't know why. This is okay. also yeah. So that was the season where they introduced Klaus and and Elijah and all the super hot original dudes. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So this is this is also I think this may have been Thursday or what either Supernatural was Thursday or this was, but uh, but it's the late night. This is a, this is nine o'clock slot, nine to ten. Ooh. Okay. All right. Here go for go. it. <laughs> Can't you see there's a party going on and you're not invited? Crashing parties is one of our favorite pastimes. No holding back. Everyone gets exposed. Are you listening to that again? You chose Chuck over me. I, I want a fresh start. The full-on slut spiral. Well, I can't argue with you there. Okay, ow. What is wrong with you? Sabrina. Sabrina. 
Didn't tell me you invited friends. That is so Sabrina. This is a wedding. Let's all raise a glass. You cannot marry her. And I'm the weird one. I have no idea. Well, wow, okay. It's about the, the slut spiral. There is a slut spiral and lots of fucking because it was the final season. The sixth season of Gossip Girl. Oh. And then you could hear Michelle Trachtenberg in that too. Oh. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So uh, there's one final one. The final one that will just take us into... To, to, I don't know what show it possibly could be what from. Could it be? So, so this was the promo for this thing that we talk about. Here we go. Sorry, Sam. You are well and truly on your own. Where's the... Come here. What the hell happened? You were in purgatory? For the whole year? What about Cass? Was he there? No, stop, stop! Not Leviathans. What the hell happened to you guys? The Winchesters are inside. We believe the Prophet is with them. And the tablet. Oh, so there's another word of God? Yes. I saw something in there about closing the gates of hell. Forever. Banish all demons off the face of the earth. Lock them away forever. That could be important, right? Closing the gates of hell forever? Yeah, that could be important. <laughs> Supernatural! Yay! Here we go. Here we go. Oh, so we're here at season eight. So that was CW's you know, 2012 lineup. With there was a few other things there too. Like there was America's Next Top Model was on mm. still. There was like some show about Emily, uh, Emily MD, like about the young chick oh, who's yeah. a doctor. Like I was, I, uh, uh, but yeah. So I think like again, like kind of going more towards like the super like monsters and shit and less girls fucking uh, hmm. so the progress hmm. of the cpn or the cw i don't know why i think it is combined because i was thinking about uh, buffy That's and how that was on upn and then that became the cw so i think I, oh, yeah. I made a new television station so maybe right. that's a new streaming network but. Ah. so but now we're here to talk about supernatural season eight episode one let's talk yeah. about cabin train yeah. So we kick off with our recap uh, and um, and it's it's just really mostly about Leviathans and, and recapping what happened in season seven, leading us up to um, to the start of season eight with um, the song uh, Locomotive Breath by Jethro Tull as the background. <clears throat> and then we open the episode in the hundred mile wilderness in Maine one year later. And <clears throat> as a first time watcher. I should know about her that things like this are going to happen, but I really want to flip a table when I see one year later. <laughs> 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 They're going, fucking kidding me. 
But either way, because we left off with Crowley telling Sam, Sam, you're now well and truly alone. Boom. And poofed out of there. And Sam's left by himself. Right. And we had Dean in purgatory with Cass, but then Cass fucking disappeared on him and he was being haunted by creepy crawlies. So now we're a year later kicking it in fucking Maine. I don't know. So we've got some couples sleeping in a camping in Maine and they see there's a noise and a light and basically they, they peek out and it's a very bloody Dean that wants to know where the fuck he is. He's pointing a gun at them. Yeah, just when I thought I was ready to go camping, you know, because I got invited to go camping next month. And, but now I'm like, well, yeah. shit, because I like you to the guy when he, she was like, go check. And he's like, what the fuck do you think I'm going to do? And, and, but, you know, it's not, it's not a deer. It's Dirty Dean. I'm just going to start calling mm-hmm. it right now. He's just Dirty Dean. And he has a gun, though. Yeah. And he Which steals from them. And he does. He steals their bag and goes to find the road 12 miles away from there. <clears throat> Which also is road. They're camping in the middle of nowhere. Twelve y'all miles hike twelve road. miles. That's not, even, that's not even fun. Like maybe somebody like dropped them off though. Like maybe like <laughs> they have like an outbitter who like drove them because they didn't look that no. wildernessy. So like somebody like dropped them off and like we'll come get you in like a day. People do that. That sounds terrible. Anyways, I don't know. Like I'm just more <laughs> concerned about like will my cooler have enough snacks. But also, like, if there's something on the other side of the tent, I'm like, I'm not unzipping that zipper. Like, yeah. it has to come through the tent. She was very ready to investigate this. She was very, very would ready to Would you unzip it? No. I think I would just be like, no, it's all right. It's cool. They'll knock. Yeah. But we get a <clears throat> we get a clip over to Clayton, Louisiana, four days later, and a yellow truck drops, drops Dean off at some intersection, and he just walks for, like, a really fucking long time through Louisiana. And then just starts digging near a cemetery by this windmill. He does look cleaner, though. And also, like, and he's clearly digging in graves. That's how you know him as a Zine Winchester and not, like, a shapeshifter. Because he's like, look at my grave digging skills. That's still here. But his grave digging skills are off because his arm is bothering him. They are. But he still, like, he still goes through that pretty fast. Yeah. And his arm's glowing. And that's questionable. That's not it is. It's not, it's not supposed to do that. It's really not. He does keep clutching it. So he finds some bones because he's digging a, up the like, grave. Does it just look wormy? And then he cuts this glowy spot on his arm open and dribbles the glowy goo over the bones. And then all of a sudden, well, there's a yeah. dude there behind him. Well, no, he also orders some Italian food. Oh, and, yeah, he he, and he is right. like Animae Corporeo Fierta Corpus Totem Resurgent. And that mm. translates as soul body, whole body shall be raised. Whoa. I'm just looking at my cabinet full of things. Just to see, like. If something happens. Do, do I finally have an army? Damn, I don't know if he's moving yet, but. But and there's he a dude also, there like, now. yeah, like, yeah, he, I think he also pooped a little. Like, he was, like, really, like, like a lot of straining. Anya, get off the lap. Get to visit her. Yeah, and, and, but there's a dude there now. And he's, like, a vampire, which is weird because Dean doesn't usually hang out with vampires. Right? And um, they're just kind of like, yeah, okay, yeah, we made it. Bye. And they shake hands. 
Well, they ha- no, no, no. They, they do more of a shake. Like they had, they're having a very intense moment, and so really feel like so we've got Dean and this new character that at first you're kind of not sure like what's going on, except that he was carried in his arm, right? And then they're like kind of like yeah, it's time for us to shake, and then they hug they and they hug say and, and they say we made it, brother. No, 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 no. There's this but then when well, it starts bro hug. Or it starts like kind of bro hug. Yeah, it starts like, with the handshake and then yeah. like they pull in and do the, but they call each other brother. And That's so true. like, this is like, okay, wait, this is probably much more intense. Well, I mean, but I guess you have a pretty intense relationship with someone riding inside of you. I guess. I mean, I would think so. Yeah. So I mean, I yeah. haven't had a lot of intense relationships with everyone who's ridden inside of me, but. <laughs> In good old Kermit, Texas. You know where Kermit, Texas is? I don't offhand. I know it's a real city. I can't remember. It's near Mid. It's like up near Midland. Like it's not that far from Carlsbad, New Mexico. Like that's the closest thing. It's it's very west and very north. And no. Yeah. Well, Sam's there, petting a doggo and sleeping a bag and sneaking out in the middle of the night to leave some chick behind. Like he does. And she's pretending to be asleep. And he drives away in baby. And drives really quickly to Whitefish, Montana. Which, by the way, is a very long drive. It was, according to Google Maps, a day and one hour to go from Kermit, Texas to Whitefish, Montana. So 26, 25 hours. 25 hours. And that's that's straight. And also just like, what the... Baby is amazing. She is she just, is. she is magical. She is so magical. Mm-hmm. So they're back. He's back at the cabin and he walks in and gets ambushed immediately with all the tests by Dean. Holy water, borax, and a knife to make, to prove he's not a Leviathan. And Dean insists that it's his turn and he has to be tested too. And Sam's like, no, I don't need to test you. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. But Dean's like, no. So he does it all to himself. But it was very efficient. It was. It's like very snappy. I appreciate that. Uh, and Sam's like, I just want to say hello. And they're, they hug. So, but Dean's trying to look cool. Like, yeah, cool. I'm back, bro. And, but he looks pretty fucking haunted. And I think that that's understandable after he just spent a year in purgatory being hunted by whatever. We don't really know what happened yet. This episode kind of talks about it or shows us what yeah. happened. But we're really just like, all we know is that like, being in hell fucked him up. Being in purgatory is probably going to fuck him up too. Just guessing here. Probably. So Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but he, we do get a funny line. It's the, uh, it's too close to explode. Being too close to exploding dick sends your ass straight to purgatory. Yeah. You don't want to be around a bunch of exploding dicks. Mm-mm. And so Sam's pretty shocked that he was actually in purgatory for a year, but Dean really doesn't want to talk about it. He's like, mm, yeah, you know, I wasn't really wanted there, but I'm not, really going to chat about this and kind of says that Cass that gets asked about Cass and he's like, he just let go. Something happened. He just let go. No, no, no. So Cass didn't make it, but the direct line, the direct quote is, cause I texted it to you because I was you cracking did. up as I was writing. It was something happened to him down there. Things got pretty hairy towards the end and he just 
let go, which to me sounds like Cass got chlamydia, let his or crabs or something. Like he just like let things grow out. He just let it go, or he started farting. Like I thought, kind of like something I thought happened, that something happened down there. Something like, happened down there, down and, there. And, 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 talk, and he just talk. like like and he is like he doesn't say like he didn't make it, man. Like it's, I won't talk about it. Like something happened down there. <laughs> But yeah, but so we don't uh, know. Like we we have an implication, yeah, that Cass that, is dead, right? But we also get an interesting side part information here too. Is that what's Sam been up to the last year? Well, we we haven't really gotten that yet. But we know one thing for sure: he has not been hunting. Dean is surprised to see him because his phones don't fucking work, and he just doesn't hunt anymore. He's like, y'all were gone. Everybody's been shipped. You know, Dean and Dean and Cass were gone. Bobby's dead. Meg and, and Kevin Tran were shipped off. So what else? Sausage Gray went legit. Yeah. And Dean's just like, duh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you stopped hunting? Like, you're just like, <laughs> just a drifter? And then, and he, Dean's pretty pissed. He's like, we always agreed not to look for each other if something happened, but we've never followed that rule until now, apparently. So he's like yep. kind of offended and pissed. So, yeah, and uh, he's also yeah. like, "What the fuck is going on with your hair? Why is it so like flippy? I don't understand." Like we kind of like we're starting to see more glimpses of it, and he's just like, "You're not my brother. Your hair looks stupid." Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's. Why. I know he didn't say that. I was just that was just me. Yeah, okay, <laughs> no, I think he's pretty safe. So Dean gets butt hurt, and then he leaves, and. Then he comes back and he just starts listening to, like, he just has, like, a box of Sam's phones. And he's just listening to voicemails. And uh, the bad news is that, well, interesting news, and then turns to bad news, is Kevin Tran was trying to reach Sam. And left him voicemails saying he escaped from Crowley's warehouse, he needs help. And basically he left four voicemails over a series of six months. So this all happened pretty early on after after um, the shit hit the fan. And uh, just basically at the final one, he's like, yeah, he just assumes that Sam's dead. To don't bother trying to help me or find me or look for me. That, bye. No, no. He does not say, bye. He says, eat me. And like, he yeah. says it twice. He calls back. Like, he calls him five times because like, he's like, he like says, tells him to eat me. And then he hangs up and calls back and says it again. And it's fucking hilarious. I love you, Kevin Tran. Well, Dean's pissed because Kevin was aware of fucking responsibility. And Sam just was like, deuces to everything. Yeah. Which is true. So oh. weird. Like, you know, like brothers who just like ditch their responsibilities, like when they're supposed to do things. I don't. Uh, so, like, yeah, Dean's mad and he's got a right to be mad. But Sam's just like, you know what? Fine. I'm just going to see aside this message. Right. So he decides to research and then, like, does some, like, unrealistic hacking, I guess, to, to locate where the phone was by using background sounds and his into Centerville, Michigan at a bus station where Kevin Tran's high school girlfriend Channing goes to college now. And so they need to go. Yeah. So they've go, but Dean gets the keys to baby. And so we have, they're reunited and that does feel good. Yes. But he thinks the car smells like dog. 
Hmm. And then he has a very intense moment with the vending machine. He does. He's very zoned out and he is, uh, it gets kind of like a flashback while some kids are playing with pop guns. We get a flashback to him running through the woods. Ugh. hunting somebody. Sorry. I'm going to say that flashback. every time, every time there's a flashback, I'm just going to make that noise. Ugh. So many flashbacks. Long story yeah. short is no, it's no, purgatory. No, no. Yeah, no, and he, and, yeah. And he's fighting with Ichabod Crane. <laughs> And he's looking, he's asking where, where the angel is. And then there's a fight and he kills a vamp and then there's another vamp and then the vamp saves him. Yep. That's what, that's the summary. Yep. And, we, and the vamp is, the vamp is the one who was riding inside of him earlier. <laughs> and, and that is, that's funny. what sounds, yeah, that sounds. And then, oh, um, yeah, and then, like, he just goes back and has a moment with the vending machine again. Yeah. And he's just, like, mm, smoldering Cheez-Its. Mm. And he's like, nope, need to get back on the road. And Sam's like, no, he'll be fine for 12 hours. We can sleep. And Dean's pissed. And so, but they they're, they go stay in the night anyways. And Sam's like, no, I read the news, but I wasn't, you know, I just decided to live life. And really just went into the, it's not my problem. And Dean's just like, well, what was it? What made you stop? Like, was the girl? Was there a girl? And it was like, oh, mm-hmm. fuck, there was a girl. And Sam's like, yeah. He's like, no, it was a dog. But yeah, that's important too. He found something he never had in Amelia. But Dean's like, look, the rules are simple. You don't, you don't take a joint from a guy named Don and no dogs in the car. Pretty simple rules. I didn't. I was not aware of either of these rules. I obviously don't ascribe to number two. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but don't take a joint from a guy named Don. And Sam is just righteously pointing out that Dean looks like a tweaker, and maybe he should sleep. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. And he tries to explain. He's like, it was bloody and messy and combat, but it felt pure. It was thirty-one flavors of bottom-dwelling nasty. It's the title of my next sex tape. And we go back to our flashback. Ugh. And the vamp that just saved Dean, the one that we've seen in the beginning of the episode, is says, hey, I think I found a way out, but it's only good for humans. So if you want to, don't want to be man meat anymore, let's make a fucking deal. I just want to hop a ride because only humans can pass through. He doesn't want to hop a, hop a ride. He wants to hump his soul onto the other side. And then, then Dean asks him if he wants to take a soul train. And Benny is just like, well, that's if you want. I mean, no surprise that Dean and Benny together, they are called Denny. And fanfic was like, I think before this episode was probably even done airing, like the fanfic of Denny was like already, like already out no there. Way. But I mean, they made it so easy. Hump his soul. Sorry, oh, Dave. Sorry for how loud that was. But that's just, I that's guess. a lot. That's the well, innuendo is a lot. I'm just saying. Is, there is some innuendo. I won't lie. So at the college uh, in Centerville, Michigan, uh, Channing's like, I haven't seen Kevin Tran in a year. And last time I talked to him, he had stolen his mom's car and said he was on a mission from God. Hmm. Yeah. Done. And Sam's like, no, we're pretty sure he was here. She's like, nope, I hate him. 
I only was only into him when I thought he was going to go to Princeton. Basically, brutal. Yeah, no, she's brutal. she's super brutal. But anyways, so Sam and Dean are like, well, now we got to fucking search for this kid. But we get a flashback to good old Channing. Reason she's brutal is because she's a fucking demon. And she's been shopping the Halloween sale at Home Goods and has gotten an obnoxiously awesome skull bowl. Yeah, because she's going to make a blood bowl phone with her roommate. Mm-hmm. So Got she orders some make. pizza. Calls to make. So she slices the throat and makes a call, and she's like, I'm. Arrivederci. I would like to talk to the person on the phone. No? No. And she's like, Yeah, uh, you know. Looking for the prophet. By the way, Dean's back. There we go. In my notes, I spell prophet P R O F I T. Oh man, that's only funny if you're a nerd. Yeah. So back um on the with Sam and Dean while they're searching around campus for good old Kevin Tran, Sam sees a doggo and he has a flashback to to. So he fluffs it. Well, so he fluffs his stupid hair and he does see a fluffy dog and he is understandably distracted because if I see a fluffy dog, I'm also just like, what? Like, I feel this is perfectly fine, but not on a flashback. So we see Sam carrying a very injured dog into the vet with a bloody blanket. He hit it with the car. And he's yelling at the vet tech about saving the dog, and like he's just kind of being so he fucked a baby. Like he he ran over a dog with baby. That's that's messed up. Mm -hmm. So that's what we know is happening. And so the dog was with the vet that he hit, and we cut back to the college campus where Sam and Dean are sitting there. Sam's doing research, and basically he finds footage. Uh, yeah, this is where the ridiculous hacking is. But he also well, orders Dean time. like a delicious burger. burger and fries. No, this time is where he found Kevin in campus security archives, found the computer in the library he was visiting, then determined so where ridiculous. he browsed to. Then he found his login, his password, this application on a website. Then he did a reverse IP search and then determined that Kevin has been using the same wireless router at a coffee shop in Iowa. Obviously, those things are all very plausible, but, like, except for the fact that the computer in the library would have, like, there's no way they would have kept, like, their, the logging for that. Like, they wouldn't keep their logging. There's no way. Like, and how, what, did Kevin Tran is, like, log in as Kevin Tran? Like, how the, whatever, this was stupid. No, he wasn't even a student there. It made no sense. Yeah. Anyway, so, but now we know he's in Iowa. Right. So, we see, we cut to an abandoned church, obviously, somewhere in Iowa, because the guy at the coffee shop swears he's seen Kevin Tran there. So Sam and Dean knock, but no one answers. So Dean starts picking the lock. But guess who ambushes them? Kevin Tran with a squirt gun full of borax cleaner and a new haircut. And his haircut looks awesome. It does look good. He wears yep. it well. And uh, and he's kind of, he's like, what's going to happen with them? But uh, so Dean gives him the Cliff's notes. I went to purgatory and Sam got a dog. Uh, and, uh, they're asking like, Hey, how did you learn? Like the inside of the church is covered in all these sigils. And they're like, how did you, where did you learn these? Who taught this to you? He's like, well, technically God. So that's, you know, humble brag, I guess. Uh, and they want to know how he escaped Crowley. So we get Kevin's flashback now. Uh, this one's got Crowley and it's fine. Yeah. And he's 
calling Kevin Tran his young prince because he's been all cleaned up and got his fresh haircut. It gave him a makeover. That's like how good friendships start. Makeover. Uh, and basically it ends up that Crowley has another tablet that he would like Kevin Tran to translate and interpret for him. Uh, and it's everything about demons. Demons! And Kevin Tran's like, oh, I can't really do it. This is super hard. There's something about a hell gate in Wisconsin. Here's the ingredients for that. Can y'all bring me all the ingredients to open the hell gate in Wisconsin? And so he gets delivered a bunch of ingredients while Crowley goes to Wisconsin. And Jeez. and basically it ends up he that Kevin Tran tri- tricked them all. And instead of... Uh, opening up a hellgate in wisconsin he just got rid of crowley to wisconsin and killed all the demon guards that were watching him yeah because he was reading from the chapter on how to destroy demons Mm -hmm. this tablet's so fucking cool and crowley has goats so crowley is just surrounded by all these goats and so Mm -hmm. i think he is fine you can't yeah, be man. mad. You can't. There's no way. Like you're surrounded by goats. Like unless like there's a billy goat peeing on you. Like you can't be mad. I All guess. right. And so, uh, the tablet that was safe. So we've learned yeah. that. We don't know where it is, but we do know it's safe. And Kevin Tran's like, but by the way, I learned that there's a way to close the path or whatever the doorway to hell and banish gates all demons of from earth forever yeah that's the, the gates of hell it. and close the gates of hell and banish all demons from earth forever and ever and he's like that seems important right and i'm like i love you kevin you're the best that's, that's very important i would think that's very important but then this is also gets real weird because like at first like kevin looks really like excited about closing the gates of hell then we start going into this thing where sam and dean have a free will argument and then dean is like wait so we can close the gates of hell and you have a problem with this like the fuck is wrong with you like I don't understand this because kevin was like he seemed very excited about this but now he's not like i don't get it. Oh, I don't know, because Dean Sam's all like, well, he didn't choose this life, and he's going to get killed, and only Dean gets to have free will. But anyway. Kevin seemed fine with it until now, like, until yeah. he said anything. So then, like, Sam goes in, and, like, he's sitting and, like, giving Kevin this, like, the it gets better speech, and Kevin's like, you know I'm not gay, right? And... But it's like, did the, was this, like, I feel like this speech is what turned Kevin. Like, I think if he hadn't said anything, Kevin would have been fine. But He'd Sam like, was, fuck yeah, we're going to fucking get We're going to fuck yeah, we're blowing up the gates of hell. Fuck yeah, this sounds great. And like, but Let's now you're this. like, but like wait, what? Like, it's not serious? Like, and now he's all like, oh, I can't believe this is my life. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So anyways, but yeah, they're like. Kevin's just like, look, I, I don't see, you know, how, how, you know, how this is really going to get there or what the path is, but I need five minutes. So, so we have five minutes. So, of course, so we get a flashback and Sam is flashing back to being at the vet and where he does find out that the dog is, is hurt, but should pull through big relief. But the vet's like, so are you gonna take the dog home now? And he's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. I, I did my part. And they, she like totally mocks and shames him about it. She's like, oh, so, oh, you, oh, you brought the dog here. 
what it's not oh it's a stray what do you want us to yeah do? i was like no it's not my fucking dog it was running in the middle of the street and i hit it it real sucks i'll pay the vet bills find the owner bye yeah, it's kind of weird it's kind of weird it is it's a weird thing to shame somebody over like he didn't have not to everybody's like, in a play. like he, most he people just there the he was like living in his car yeah, he's a fucking, like, what are you, like, you, just, you wanted to talk to the drifter again is what it was, but, like, mm-hmm. otherwise, like, I don't know. Yeah. <coughs> so, back at the church, the church starts shaking, which is bad, and yeah, the floor breaks up, which yeah. breaks up some of the sigils, so that's bad. And, um, and Dean starts pulling out all his purgatory weapons, which are real crazy looking. <laughs> I know, I love that you can find, like, the supernatural, like, replica blades, like, purgatory mm-hmm. ones pretty good. Like it. That's funny. It looks very handy, though. It really does. It kind of looks like I could take you in the jungle. I could take you like in the forest. I, I feel, it feels like a versatile like cleaver. Sure, but with serration, I guess I don't Ooh. know. It's a lot. So there's two demons in. Kevin's got a bunch of holy water. Sam's got the demon blade, and then Crowley and Channing show up. Uh oh, and they're gonna insult not only insult Dean's appearance but also inquire about the location of Castiel. No, they're insulting Sam's and, appearance, and, mo- and right and oh, rightfully uh, so. Well, and the and of course they mocked um, Sam's chops. Yeah, they called them pork chops, which then made me want pork chops because that sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. But yes, mm-hmm. uh, but he should have mocked his hair. Whatever, you lost it there. Anyways, but there's a demon in you, and you're going to your safety school. Is what Kevin Chant tells Channing. And- yeah, <laughs> because because they let because Crowley does like to let let that let her prove that she's alive in there. It's not just a, a dead meat suit. So, and that's what he informs her, and she is horrified by this. I think more about the fact that she's going to her safety, her school, safety school, not that there's a demon inside of her. I I think that tracks with the personalities here for sure. So Kevin's like, look, I'm going to make a deal to free Channing. And Dean's like, no, you won't. But Kevin's like, what? I just keep fixing Channing, too. I'm like, <laughs> like free magic uh, mic. Hey. <sighs> and, uh, and so Kevin goes to get his stuff while Crowley's just going to gloat to Sam and Dean. Because that's what Crowley does. But Kevin's taking a really long time to get his stuff together. So Crowley's going to go look for him. And we figure out that Kevin got real fucking smart, man. I like he, Kevin Tran. I love Kevin Tran. He's I, mean, I like, guess he's always been smart. He got... Yeah. Uh, he has developed. Word? He's got street smart. He got wise. Yeah. He got home alone He got Kevin <laughs> yes, from... He Kevin did. Tran became Kevin from Home Alone. Uh, Kevin uh, McAllister. There we go. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Because he's got a holy water bucket prank and trap on him when they walk in the door to find him. And it's so good. So good. So Crowley tells Channing to find another meat suit and to cock smoke. She cock smokes out. As Sam and Dean run, we've got, they get Kevin in the car. They're driving away. Crowley's standing on the porch of the church with Channing, who's now demon free. And he breaks her neck with a flick of a wrist while Kevin watches. And while, like, super sad violins play, too. But I do also, like, after, like, he does, pulls his, like, holy water on the head trick, 
he does yell at Sam and Dean to run, which makes me feel like he is still like no matter all this, like he still feels like they're on the same side at least that mm-hmm. much, right? Yes. To run from Crowley, oh for sure. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was important. Also, think it's important that because he dumped that vat of holy water onto his head, Crowley now also has like this wet hair, and he's kind of listening, and it, you know, yeah. Anyway, so um, then it's all of a sudden daylight. Yeah. And we're at a gas station with Sam and Dean and Kevin Tran. And they're, you know, getting gas, whatever. And so, But Dean gets a phone call and pretends like it's the wrong number. And then uh, they're, you know, just trying to chit-chat about how the king of hell just snapped Kevin Tran's girlfriend's neck. No big. Um, but Dean's like, oh, you know, you got to accept that you're in this now. I'm going to go pee. Yeah, it's a very weird thing to be like, I like, I don't want anything from you, but you, here's a lecture. You know, like, very, here's very a lecture weird. I never asked for. But yeah. So he goes to pee, but really he's going to go call back the person that called him. And it was not a fucking wrong number. It was his vampire buddy who we figure out his name is Benny. Um, and he is just hanging out at a cemetery where there's a funeral's going on. And Benny's just kind of venting <laughs> about how a lot's changed in 50 years. And Dean's like, yeah, look, I don't regret what we did, but we need to adjust. And it's probably better we don't talk right now. Um, and Benny's like, yeah, I think you're right. I just, purgatory was just so pure. We should have appreciated it more. And Dean's like, call me if there's an emergency. Ugh, Danny. Yeah, and like, it's very like, Dean's like, I don't regret what we did. I'm like, what the fuck did you do? Like, I, I, like, I, I, I know you're right. I caught you know, it. Just writing and stuff. But it's just like, I feel like y'all set this up. Like, I, there's just no way to not read the innuendo into this. It's just, it's just, yeah. but I mean, I don't know. So we have a Denny, which is which is Dean and, and Benny together. Although, you know, I do think, I think Benny's hot. Uh, I, I think also I just like Cajun dudes or you know, guys from Louisiana. So anyways, all right. So do you have things to tell us about the people who were, who were appearing in this episode? I do. Casting couch. It's the casting couch. Were they on that show that time with that guy? La 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 Um, Amelia Richardson is a veterinarian, not the dog. Uh, anyway. <laughs> it was played by Leanne Balaban. And uh, I, spoilers, we'll see her again. Um, but she's been in other shows of single, single episodes of other shows like Charmed and NCIS LA. She, uh, was also Kelly in the movie. Definitely. Maybe that's a, the film with Ryan Reynolds, uh, and was, uh, Vivian in the 2022 horror film lullaby. <clears throat> Benny Lafitte was played by, uh, Lafitte. of course, Ty Olson, <laughs> who we will also see again. Uh, he'd actually start out doing a bunch of voice work in things like Gundam anime and uh, also G.I. Joe and Transformers. Uh, he has pretty
pretty extensive um, credits, uh, single episodes of shows like X-Files, L Word, uh, Smallville, a couple episodes of V, a couple episodes of Hell on Wheels, episodes of Once Upon a Time, iZombie, NCIS, uh, film credits. Um, he was um, Officer Officer Salmon in Willard. Uh, he was Mitchell Lorio in X2, a deputy in Walking Tall. Uh, he was in uh, he was a Merc in Chronicles of Riddick. He was Tim in the film Just Friends, a trucker in Deck the Halls. Uh, he was a colonel in the Day the Earth Stood Still. Um, he was a, on go, a repeat character on um, Battle uh, named Aaron Captain Aaron Kelly in Battlestar Galactica. He was Phil in Twilight Breaking Bad parts one and uh, or break. I can't even say it. Oh, Phil yes, in Twilight was. Breaking Dawn parts one and mm-hmm. two, and Mitch Collins in the new Thanksgiving horror film that just came out. Good for Benny. Yeah. I'm excited to learn more about this character. So, what did you think of your season premiere? Uh, I enjoyed it. I think, you know, I, I like I said, I was kind of like, God damn it, when they freaking did the one year later. I guess it made sense. I I think that it was... Uh, I find that a little eye-rolly. But part of it, you know, a, part of the good. reasons for that were just because they've done the boys apart before enough like and so we've already had them and separated so i think that was part of the reason they didn't want to do that to this no i get that i uh, but overall the episode was really fun uh kevin tran being in there i think kevin tran as a character an ongoing character i'm really stoked about i'm excited we got a new character introduced i'm assuming at this point my prediction i would say not assuming my prediction of the big bad is going to be the concept of trying to close the gates of hell to demons for this maybe the season but at least for the this part of the season and that's pretty fun or rescuing that goat that was left in Wisconsin. I don't think they're do that. You have to go get the goats. They're like, God damn it. That's like crawling. It's like, you should have seen how many goats were there. Like, we can't just let them free. It's cold in Wisconsin. They can't have this many goats there. So that's what happens. Okay. And the rest, that is, that is the Spoiler. big bad. <laughs> Spoiler, that is the rest of Supernatural. <sighs> it's only trying to save cute goats. So, yeah, I... I do like I have a loathing though of the purgatory flashback. Uh just because the the and you'll see you'll start to see it. Like the tonality of the film is like it's it's not grayscale, I know there's a word for it, where it's just like everything is so muted, muted and yeah. so it's just like ugh. I don't, I don't understand muted. why it's just a weird forest. Purgatory is just a weird forest. I just don't know what I would think for purgatory. Yeah, purgatory means you have to go to the woods. So I guess that is a pretty scary place. Like like I said, I don't know if I want to go into the woods for that long. Like, especially with Ichabod Crane running around. Vampire Ichabod Crane. Vampire Ichabod Crane. Just, you know, trying to get back to Sleepy Hollow. Vampires trying to ride inside of you. I guess that's something. Trying to hump your soul. Well, those vampires humping your soul. <gasps> Welcome to season eight, bitches. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cheers, cheers. Cheers, bitch. Devil's Trap Podcast is a don't get it production. Meow. Devil's Trap Podcast is part of the Ship It Studios Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Devil's Trap Podcast, Twitter, 
at Devil's Trap Pod, or you can email us at Devil's Trap at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave reviews, and share with all your friends. We're at all your favorite podcast outlets and at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. I'm Babe. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Going up to the spirit in the sky. That's where I'm going to go.